Today's FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Friday the 13th. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. You haven't still, we still haven't got to Jimmy yet. He'll be here soon-ish. Out of the three of us, who do you think is the most superstitious? Jimmy. Yeah. He's got a lot of superstition going on there. Well, and he believes in witches and... Yeah, he's... He's, uh... He's just got a lot of things. He's the guy that won't put his shoes on the table, that sort of thing, right? Like, yeah. won't walk under a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. We made him, uh, this was years ago, but we made him do a whole bunch of things on a Friday. The Break a mirror. He was and, very upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had to smoke a bunch of cigarettes at the same time. Why <laughs> do we do that? is a superstition. I don't know. <laughs> Can't do don't that. smoke more than one cigarette at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday. <laughs> I've got a couple of things, but they're generally related to sports. Mine, mine are all mostly sports. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, we grew up in locker rooms, right? Yeah. And, and you, you sort of, a little of that rubs off on you. Don't shave your beard. Yeah, or don't change your underwear. Yeah. That kind of stuff. <laughs> Wear the same pair of socks. <laughs> uh, Johnny Cash, um, he did his his show at Folsom Prison on this day, January 13th. Guess the date? Oh, 1964. Not bad. Is it close? 1968. Okay, so I just pulled kicking, that out of nowhere. So. Yeah, we're kicking the show off with a little Johnny this morning. Good morning from the locker room. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I can't believe she gave her Saskatchewan number. <laughs> She's been here for like 20 years. Hello? Good morning, Shirley. Good morning. What time is it? 604. Something weird's going on. There's a dude downstairs. Oh, and- yeah. Jeez. Jeez, he's dropping some meat off for me. Is that what it is? <laughs> dropping what off? Yes. Well, we got a text. I came in this morning, and I walked... Some weird guy. I walked the- by this dude in his car with his music cranked, and I was like, is that Jimmy's Uber driver or something? And I came up, and then we just noticed the text at 5 this morning. Somebody saying, I got a package for Shirley. Can someone come get it? Well, that was like an hour ago, so... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What what it what kind of illegal He made it sound like he, he knew you guys in the yeah so I thought, oh okay, you know, okay, great. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going down to pick up anything for you. I'm kind of afraid to go down there. <laughs> when someone texts us and says we have a package, it might be like Yeah. Yeah. There's usually a good chance it's not. Why don't you get them to deliver your weed to your house? <laughs> He's, he's a mainline meat guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're hilarious. All right. Well, we thought we'd give you a heads up. Have a good show today. Anything happening on the program today we should tell people about? Um, let me think. What's today? Friday. The 13th. I'm talking um, Oh, yeah. It's Friday the 13th. Oh, gosh. I hope this meat's all legit. <laughs> Only you would get meat delivered to the radio station. All right. Have a, have a good day. Have a good weekend. All you right. too. We'll let you pack your bong. You said something interesting yesterday in our text group when the Lisa Marie Presley news broke. You said that you had her on your list of potentials. Why? I don't know. I just had a thought when I was looking, thinking about people to add to uh, the death list uh, earlier this week. I had seen her at some events, and I just had a 
had a feeling where I was just like, something tragic is going to happen this coming soon. I didn't necessarily think to her, but I just thought, I don't know. I don't know why I had that thought, but I did seriously consider putting Lisa Marie Presley on my on my death pool. And then, yeah, obviously, because we literally made our picks this week. Yeah, Monday, right? She passed away, fifty four, heart heart attack. Her mother, her grandmother, I'm sorry, passed away from a heart attack. Oh, really? Elvis passed away from a heart. Well, I think the Elvis Elvis was a combination of a lot of things going on. But it was heart that actually gave uh, gave out on him. Gave out on him. Um, so there was some heart <clears throat> issues with Lisa Marie Presley. Last night I went to, to curling and uh, I still don't know. I'm still not sure whether or not he was kidding or not. But one of the guys that my wife curls with in the mixed league, mm-hmm. um, we were sitting down. And he goes, man, I don't know. Vaccine? I'm like, come on! <laughs> Please that's, don't. <laughs> that's going to be a thing for a while. Anytime so- someone passes away. I mean, even Demar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills people were blaming the vaccine, and uh, yeah, well, yeah. the the, uh, the reporter this weekend, she's still dealing with that. She's yeah, had a lifelong this. medical situation, right? She has an episode on live television. It was vaccine. Yeah, it's got to be the vaccine. Got to be the vax. <laughs> uh, we'll play a little Elvis. Sad next. though, I was pretty upset yeah. about Lisa Marie. I mean, yeah. Elvis's daughter. Yeah. yeah, I always forgot. I forgot she was and married to Michael Jackson for a while. There, that was a weird. Yeah, and she has like, a couple of kids, doesn't she? Yeah, her one son passed away suicide two years ago. Yeah, he looked exactly like Elvis. Oh my god. Yeah, and then she had twins. I think I don't know if that was the twins. One of them passed, but yeah. there's one of them that's in the music business, isn't? Isn't there? Or am I mistaken? Uh there could be. Yeah. Someone from that from that line is it took up music. She got four kids. Yeah, yeah. Now here's some shit that didn't make the show. Who are we calling here, Grant? Scott. Okay, Scott. Yeah. You you okay? Hello. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Where are you? I'm in North Bay, Ontario. Oh, okay. All right. We, it was a weird phone number. We got a weird echo. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'll help. Okay, how's that? That's way better. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, sorry to hear about the passing of your mom. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was very, very quick. Very quick. Oh, that's too bad. How old was she? She fairly young? My mother? Yeah. No, she was 86. 86. Okay, 86. And um, somebody mentioned to you that, that they, they told you it was the vaccine? Yeah, yeah, my first day back to work, I had a girl come up to offer her sympathies, and she walked up to me and said, well, I think it was the vaccine that killed her. How offensive. What did you say to her? Well, I was rather brief. (laughs) I just said, uh, you know what, get educated, and I walked away. Oh, good for you. Yeah, you can't really... It's no sense getting into the nitty gritty with them, right? Right? Yeah. Yep. That's I. I just find that so bizarre. Yeah, the people like, are that. They, they. I just. What is that motivation? I. I don't think I'll ever understand this. This. This sort of time in our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, through this, it was. It only. It was three days. Like she Boom. tested positive on the. 27th of December. Yeah. 
and she was gone the 30th. So COVID got your mom? Yes. Not, yes. The, not the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how yeah, are you yeah. dealing with this coworker now? You just avoid her? Yeah, I just do. I do. Wow. And it, it's amazing. I have a lot. I work with a lot of right-wing people. Yeah. So they, they're just tiptoeing around me. <laughs> because your mother passed away. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, yeah, so, it's just insane. So, yeah, so I'm uh, kind of wondering, like, you know, you just sort of... Uh, like they got no, they got no basis. No, um, no, no. They just they they so desperately want to believe something, and I I think that that belief structure gets in the way of 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 their approach to civility, right? Like yes, and and because they so desperately want to believe it, they need you to believe it as well. And yeah. We had a guy that used to work here whose dog died, and he blamed his parents for getting the vaccine. He and said that, he was, they were shedding things. The spike protein. And it killed his dog. And his dog was 18 or 19 yeah. or 20 years old or something. Yeah, I've, I've heard all sorts of weird stories. I'm sure you guys have, too. Yeah. All, all, of all the conspiracies and everything. And, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you know, it, it, Scott... It, it's, we appreciate you picking up the phone this morning, and uh, and sorry to hear about your mom. Hey, thanks a lot. All right, you guys, I enjoy listening to you here from Ontario every morning. All right, well, we appreciate you j- jumping on the on the show. Thanks, brother. Yeah. You have a good day, man. Okay, thanks a lot. You Take too. care. Bye now. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars news. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. We have a date for the newest trailer for the Mandalorian series. It's actually... Oh, my goodness. It's Mandalorian. actually just uh, coming uh, Monday, so the 16th. You're going to have to watch and football. It's during the uh, football game. <laughs> That's so it's super my favorite when they game. do that. They put these nerd trailers in, in like this... The breaks. Yeah, they do, it, they do it always football. They get all these nerds watching football so they can see a Mandalorian. <laughs> They're kind of trolling you. It's Mandalorian, not Amanda. That's what I said. <laughs> all right. Any, um, like, teasers about the upcoming? Is there anything that, uh, uh, that there's, we... There's a bit. There's, they're saying that there's going to be more of a, a confrontation between Bo-Katan and... Uh, Mando, why did I ask? <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Pete Davidson kind of back in the news, not so much from what he's doing, but uh, from what he did to Emily Ratatouille or whatever her name is. Radzkowski. <laughs> Finally, one of his exes is going to spill the beans. Yeah. Because he always dates these women and then nobody gives the gossip, right? Nobody spills well, what's going on there, but... Uh, if they do, it's oh, you know what? He's just—he's such a sweet guy. Yeah. It's, it's all that bullshit. Yeah, no, that they, they don't give the the goods. She's and pissed. Finally, he he messed with the wrong woman. And, and I and I think this is actually going to end that sort of that run that he's been on, um, uh, like the unexplained run. Where yeah. which for me, this is what I've been doing. 
um, is I've just, to justify it in my own mind, to make sense of it, I've just decided that this is one of those things that just doesn't make any sense. The Bermuda Triangle, UFOs, there's just things out there that we don't understand, right? Um, So... That's how I've just accepted this. Pete Davidson and his ability to lock down these absolutely beautiful women um, is an unexplained phenomenon. It just makes it easier for me to go to bed at night. So she, uh, Emily Rajkowski and Pete Davidson went on a few dates. They were hot and heavy. Yeah. And then he just kind of ghosted her. Yeah. And started going out with his new co-star, Chase Sue Wonders. They're in this bodies, bodies, bodies together. And Emily. Is that out? Um, or he's just filming it? Because I keep seeing news on that. March 14th, that comes out. It actually looks good. It does, yeah. It actually does look good. Yeah. Um, and so he's going out with her now, and, and Emily is on these podcasts, and she's going. Just trashing. She goes, uh, you know, some men don't know how to handle strong women, um, they think they're special. And then they slowly get emasculated by a strong woman, and so like she's it. saying she's she's gonna spill, she's gonna let us know what's going on with Pete. Well, and the other thing she did say was she she had some she's being a little self aware about it as well. Yeah, where she, she's suggesting that she attracts it's her type of personality, and it's it's a flaw in her character flaw, which is I think good Mm -hmm. in this case where she's saying i just attract these awful men yeah (laughs) and everyone said like she's never mentioned him by name but they're all like oh no she's talking about pete she's talking about pete yeah i had an argument with a woman about pete davidson where she was trying to explain it from the perspective of of uh it doesn't matter, but she was just like, you know what? Maybe he's just a really nice guy, and da, 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 da. and I'm like, it's it's crap, right? And mm-hmm. listen, we're gonna get the text. He's hung like a donkey. There's that conversation that always comes in because yeah, I yeah. said to her, I said, you guys should be embarrassed by this. The <laughs> it's, success it's a- as a female, like as a. As an entire gender, you guys should be mortified that this keeps happening. Yeah, and she actually, after this, this whole Emily Ratatouille stuff has been coming out. <laughs> she sent me an apology on Twitter. Wow, she said you you're right, Locke. So look at that. Put that in your Pete Davidson pipe and smoke <laughs> it. Okay, I don't know if this is a brand new term or not. Uh, it might not be. It's fairly new to me, and I and I think this case is fairly significant in the fact that it sets precedence yeah. in Canada, and our legal system is kind of built on a on a precedent I've standard. Heard, I've heard of the term before, but never of somebody actually having to pay the, their employer back for it. So here's what happened. This woman, she's working for this company. This is in BC. In BC. She gets let go. She goes to court to sue them um, for unlawful dismissal, and she wants $5,000 in what she says are damages and unpaid wages and severance Mm -hmm. because they cut her loose and didn't give her anything. Just cut her loose. No severance. Nothing. See ya, Jocelyn. You're out of here. Gone. I don't know if that's her name. I just grabbed that name out of thin air. Carly. Um, so they go to court, and the judge comes back and awards the company damages from the employee for time theft. Yeah, they said, actually, you were dismissed because of time theft. 
uh, you were writing hours on your timesheet that doesn't match what your computer tells us because they had put, she was working from home <laughs> and they had put software on her computer with to her knowledge. She knew about it that tracked when she was working. So when her mouse was moving and when she was on her computer and then, so they looked at that and they looked at the hours she had written on her timesheet and they said, these don't match up. You actually owe us money. She has to pay them? So she has to reimburse her former employee $1,500 for time theft. Actually, no, it's $2,500 and 89 cents is what she has to pay her former employee. for. It, it worked out to that. Yeah, uh, um, that was because they had given her an advance in pay. So, so they, $1,500 was the time theft, and then she had taken a, an advance in pay before, and they said, you have to pay that back too. I think this is... Kind of significant, no? Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, though, is that you kind of knew that was going to happen, like with everybody working from home and, and you know, uh, if you're not working and you're being paid to be there, you know, there's they are going to have ways of tracking it. I've seen people uh, inventing things that will move their mouse around the computer for them. Put it on your dog. Yeah. <laughs> you just get, like, things that will move your mouse so your employee, it looks like you're working. Because I know when I used to work at a call center, they used to they used to go to reps that when they were logged in for a certain length of time and their computer was off by 15 minutes, maybe they took two extra smoke breaks. They were called on it and they were and time was deducted from their paycheck. Wow, hmm. time theft, everyone. It's a thing. Yeah. So this working from home thing, I understand. Like, I get it, but I would not want to have my computer tracked. No. Like, would you? No. No, that seems like a bad idea. If that's the exchange, because I think that's what's going to happen here now. Mm -hmm. This is a company, excuse me, companies are going to go, if you want to work from home, I'm going to put this tracking software on there to keep up to, you know, keep you uh, legit. Yeah. We're going to make sure you're actually working. Yeah. Yeah. This is insane. No? <laughs> it is. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We have somebody text in. We can't say their name. They don't want their name on there. They work for the city and a guy they work with. I got fired for time theft. And it was before COVID. It was a few years wow. ago. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, if you're writing the wrong hours on a timesheet and they figure it out, right? Like, you're going to get snapped. You're going to yeah. get fired. Yeah. Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. It's always nice when you see stories about people willing to step up and to help when there is a need. Like the story of, you know, DeMar Hamlin's GoFundMe, uh, collecting millions of dollars to buy toys for children. It's a great story. Or this story, where a police department needed volunteers to help them with training. They were trying to be the best they could be to protect people to the best of their ability. And so they needed volunteers and they were flooded with so many people wanting to help the police. They've actually had to ask people to stop volunteering. <laughs> people stepped up because they wanted to help. It was in the States and uh, the police department was asking for volunteers to sign up to help them with field sobriety test training. So they were asking people to go in a room together have some free drinks, socialize, hang out, have some more drinks, 
<laughs> say the alphabet a couple times backwards and then get a free ride home. And for some reason, they were just flooded, flooded. with people wanting to volunteer. Again, it is just so heartwarming to see people donating their time to help. Aww. It's all about giving back. You know, it's right up there with uh, donating blood just to get a cheap buzz when you go for beers afterwards. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise uh, page. Underwear, fanny packs, t-shirts, customized shunts, and more all on one page. <laughs> Text now for the link to shop. In the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I read another review of The Last of Us last night, which debuts HBO, Crave in Canada. On Sunday, it was filmed in Alberta, parts of it here in, even in Edmonton, mm-hmm. and um, another great review, another, like, they did this right. Finally, we've got an adaptation of a video game into a series or movie that's worth watching, so... Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Rotten Sunday. Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So it's just critics right now that have seen it. Yeah. 97%. Wow. It's okay. from the, I guess it's the creator of Chernobyl did this one. Did you that watch? was a good series. Yeah, Chernobyl was a very good series. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna be good. I'm a excited for this one. A lot of conversation in the writing, of the write-ups that I've seen about the uh, Pedro and then the girl. That interaction apparently is 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 amazing. Yeah, right? I, I heard that too. That they're, yeah. they work really well together. He got he got a lot of work when he was working with Yoda. Yeah, when he was working with a puppet. <laughs> Real nailed, really nailed his acting chops. Also, also, you could watch Hunters this weekend. That's the the second season of Hunters came out today. Uh, Al Pacino? Al Pacino stars in it, and it's they're Nazi hunters. I know I watched it. So he's got a group of people, and and the story is that after the World War II ended, um, a bunch of Nazis, top ranking Nazis, went to America, disguised themselves kind of fit into society and so his group finds them and kills them and so it's I'm gonna have to watch like the last episode or something to get myself I remember the last episode I don't want to say anything about it because I can tell you off air what happened okay yeah and you brought up this doc that's doing well it's the number one doc on on uh, Netflix yeah it's um, based on uh, an Edmonton guy um, who is named Kai, the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. Okay. He went viral um, on the internet in 2013 because I don't I remember the story remember. exactly, but he, he was hitchhiking in California. He got into the car with somebody. That guy committed a crime. He fought him off. But then later he got charged for murdering. Like Kai, the guy from Edmonton, got charged for murdering someone. And, he had a hatchet. I, I keep seeing it when yeah. I go to he, Netflix. He's from Edmonton, and, and the documentary on him is the number one on Netflix right now. I just finished um, Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street. Yeah. I got a clip for you. Um, I, I grabbed a piece of audio from it. This sort of supports the advice I've been giving people, the financial advice okay. that I've been giving people. The basic concept of Wall Street, which sometimes the regulators lose sight of, and as do the academics, is it's a for-profit enterprise. By benefiting one person, you're disadvantaging another person. <laughs> so they need you. <laughs> Basically, what you're doing yeah. is you're giving your money to them so they can screw you. Get your money out of the stock market. 
Bitcoin's worse. That's even a bigger scam. That is a up uh, an outright scam. Get your money out, everybody. Please, this is the guy. This is this is the one yeah. guy. They caught him. The one criminal they caught in Wall Street. He was doing it for 30 years. He was he was taking people's money and doing nothing with it. Ponzi schemes. And he got billions of dollars from yeah. people. And he did nothing with it. He just <laughs> bought houses and boats and planes. That's the life. That's, he did bring the value up on the money, but it was more in his pocket. You you have no idea. You have absolutely no idea. You have to watch it, Jimmy. I know you won't, but what you just said there is so wrong. Just tell me where's the cape the he whole time. He did he'll nothing watch it. with the money. No, he nothing took for them. He took their money. He did nothing and put in his pocket. He did nothing with the money. You just said he bought houses and cars, and that's but doing you, something with you, the money. You made it sound like he no. actually gave some value no. to his clients. No, 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 no. no. Jimmy he was gave val- he- I, I said he gave value to himself. He took the money, and it was like they were giving him money to I'm spend. I'm watching this, right? Like, and I'm yeah. joking that he's the only criminal because it's just it it it, it the whole lot of them. They're mm-hmm. just they're just finding ways to just screw people, right? <laughs> I can't believe that anybody would 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 play the stock market. Well, some people make after, money. <laughs> after watching this, I was like, how does anybody put their money in there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm now for another ball from Jimmy Sheetsbuck on the locker room. Today marks the birthday of Edmonton's captain. With him on the ice anything can happen today he is the big two six that man can do hockey tricks Connor McDavid is an amazing hockey hockey player someday I would vote for him for mayor if he has been on the team since uh, 2015 eight awesome years it has been have a happy birthday Connor tonight I will have a beer in your honor. There you go. There you go. I'm sure he appreciated that. <laughs> the transparency in the UFO side of things down in the States continues to be a thing. Yeah, they're openly talking about it now. Yeah. It's no longer like the secrets. It's they don't hide behind anything. Yeah. Um they they step out in front of it. In the last year, I'm just trying to find the numbers here declassified government report actually this would have been 2021 we don't have the 2022 numbers yet not yet so 510 ufo sightings and they break down how many of the incidences are um like explainable you can Mm -hmm. explain it away kind of a thing right and they're saying they're, they're they're getting a lot of reports because of the increased activity of drones yeah so they are saying listen the numbers are rising because we are seeing more people with drones. So people are like, what the hell is that? I better phone that in, right? I see some lights or something whizzing around. Yeah, I'm going to so, call it in, report it. Those are the explained ones. Um, but they're literally sitting on 171 incidents where they're like, hmm. And this is just in the United States. This, yeah. this, this does not include Canada. We have a different sort of protocol in Canada for reporting things. There's a um, organization out of Winnipeg that is not tied to any federal agencies mm. 
that that takes most of the reports on here in Canada. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Remember we tried to get the guy on? He won't come on. No, I don't think he, he will. He doesn't respond to any of my Twitter requests. <laughs> Contacted him multiple times. <laughs> what about your CE5 contacts? Do they have a way of getting a hold of them? 171, Jimmy. I know you're the skeptic in the room, right? But 171 incidences in the States. The Pentagon is going... We're not really sure here. And they said whether it's alien or not, it still poses a threat to us. If it's another country, if it's... Whatever it is. Whatever it is, it could potentially pose a threat. So we want to know what it is. Aliens. It's aliens. Yeah. Or people coming back in time. That's another theory. I find that less hard to believe. Way harder to believe believe that it's... The UFO sightings we see are actually people from the future visiting us, time traveling back to us. Uh, I don't know. I do sometimes think that this is a simulation, though. Mm -hmm. That we're a big zoo. And birds aren't real. (laughs) We're a big zoo. There's some alien species out there. There are things that make you go like... Have you ever seen your neighbor carrying their groceries into the house? No. I've never. What is it? Where does this come it from? It just means like things aren't real. That's not actually people. No one ever does it. Have you ever seen it? We're in a simulation. So you're, you're saying it's the Matrix? Yeah. That's what the simulation is, essentially. I'm trying to think if I've seen my neighbors. <laughs> where did that come from? This is an internet thing where they're like, think about it. You do it all the time, but have you ever see anyone else doing it? You're blowing my mind right now, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, have you ever seen Bonnie or Big Red walking groceries into their apartment? I've seen Bonnie. I've actually helped her to carry groceries up. Of course, he's going to be the wrench in the... Yeah, he's going to make that up. And... <laughs> it's not real. I have. That's interesting. You know, it's called being nice. I've never, I've never thought about it that have way. You ever I seen... don't think I've ever seen any of my neighbors. <laughs> I feel like Bonnie's that person you never actually see outside of the apartment building. Like well, she's some she's... weird simulation. She smokes in the apartment. <laughs> And now, another world-famous locker room Twitter poll. You know what I should have had? I should have had a third thing on there where I started it, but I quit watching. Because that seems to be the number one comment. Yeah, most people are. Because I think there was a bit of a... Interest? Interest at the front end. For sure there was. Yeah, Yeah, people were like, yeah, I'll watch that. I remember that movie. It's Willow. Oh, it's Ron Howard. Okay, I'll check it out. It's Disney... Um, so Should be good. Your Twitter poll, are you watching Willow? We have 169 votes. And 82.8% of those that voted said no. That is... not watching Willow. That's about 10% lower than what I thought it would be. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be in the 90s that people weren't watching it. Hmm. Well, there's still time to vote. Some of the questions, or some of the comments, sorry, um, Stacy. 
Renner on Twitter says, I'm watching it even though it's crap. Horrible writing, and apparently Warwick Davis forgot how to act. Uh, Dominic Sin said, I loved the movie as a kid, but it is unwatchable now. Zero interest in this reboot. And then Bush Doctor said, started it, but it sucked badly and was a waste of time. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. I, I started it. I actually had um, I, I actually had some, you some had good enthousi- Yeah, I had enthusiasm for it. I, I would I was looking forward to it, and yeah, Genie, of course. The reason why I wanted to do this is because he keeps telling me he's doing a podcast. So his yeah. Jedi Jimmy podcast has morphed into a review of these Willow shows, and he keeps wanting to talk about it on the show. And I keep going. I don't know if anybody's watching this, buddy. Like, it's bad. It's yeah. not good. And he's like, it's and our great. Boss it's doesn't, great. Our boss doesn't like when we talk about TV shows and nobody's watching. Yeah. So, so that's why yeah. we did the, the Twitter poll. And it looks like a lot of people are not watching this. I mean, it, I'm actually surprised. This could have been yes. like, all it had to be was Warwick Davis taking a dump in a forest and Jimmy would watch it and give reviews saying it's awesome. Uh, here's no. the other thing. <laughs> are you surprised at how much of a dick... Warwick Davis is Willow is in the because sh- that's the thing that surprised me. He's not likable. There's a reason behind it, and I'm not going to try to explain it to you because you won't get it. But yeah, there is there is a reason why he's a dick. Okay, all right. So he's he's playing a dick. <laughs> because I remember the original movie, he was likable. He was the, the hero thing, of the but story. The thing is, though. Is in this one, all the way through it, people were uh, doubting him, giving, uh, making, uh, the, uh, he was, uh, as I said previous, okay. uh, uh, questioning him. They, there was eight episodes. He was called Peck in four of them. That's their equivalent of Midget. Which uh, so it was, but it was meant insultingly. He left his family to go on this mission, and the people that he's on the mission with are <coughs> doubting him, uh, uh, questioning, okay. questioning right. him. Wouldn't you be annoyed if uh, you left your family? Where are we at with Willow? What about it? Where, where, like, is it done? Is the last episode? Did it drop? Uh, it dropped. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast tonight, dealing with it. And because it came out Wednesday, and it's the last one, but it looks like they're teasing a sequel if it happens. It's got bad Rotten Tomatoes to the show, fifty-seven percent from the audience. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good, especially considering. But it was that, uh, high critics. Yeah, but this is the type of show that should have a high audience score. It, yeah, definitely, yeah. it should have a high audience score. Anyway, can we stop talking about Willow? Yep. You've never about, let me talk about, about it. About four so, weeks ago, we could have stopped. Hold on. What did he just say? <laughs> you keep cutting me off every time I try to talk about it. No, that's not true. No, you get to talk about it all the time. Yeah. We have promoted the hell out of your Willow stupid Yeah, but podcast. it's the podcast. Okay. You, you, never mind. You don't let me talk about it. Where's the violin? Jimmy's having a pity party over here. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm fine. <laughs> I'll dig it out. I put it back in its case. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Why do I desperately want you to do this job? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just for recent college grads. 
Is what I they're think advertising. you could lie. Look at so. We got everyone lies on their resumes now. <laughs> that uh, guy's a senator or a member of Congress, and he lied. He told everybody he was like he ran companies and true that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, Oscar Meyer is hiring a new class of Wienermobile drivers. So the big car that looks like a hot dog, um, they're hiring people to drive it around for an entire year. Oh, my God. Hot doggers, they call them. I would take that job in a heartbeat. (laughs) But it would probably kill you how many hot dogs you would eat. Oh, come on. No. No. Survive off just hot dogs. They got a little of everything in them, right? Look at the crap I consume on a daily basis. <laughs> I put. And he like, doesn't get sick of things. We just had this conversation off air. I put. I had crap macaroni and cheese the other day, and I was just making it for myself. And so you made two boxes. No, I made one box, but I put half a package of hot dogs in it. <laughs> As you should. How many hot dogs is six? Six, six hot dogs in, in one box. <laughs> and I ate That's almost, more hot dog than it is macaroni. I ate three quarters of the box of the of the the pot. Yeah. At lunch, and then I packed up. Remember, I had it in my lunch yeah, yesterday. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then I ate yesterday. I ate it cold, right out of my bag, like out of my <laughs> lunch bag. No problem with I, hot dogs. Your hot dog to macaroni ratio is off, though. No. Six hot dogs and one box of craft dinner. That's too much. This is awesome. <laughs> but there was that one week that when the wife was gone and you ate like two packages of frozen hot dogs and you well, made they me come frozen. over and cook you. I cooked I, them for you. I I ate them raw and it, it disgusts people, I don't know why. Because they're really tasty raw, actually. Quite often because we buy them for the dog. Yeah. Kingston good treats for the dog. It loves hot dogs and uh but we don't give them to him very often because they're like a they're his recall treat. Okay. So we do the recall thing with him mm-hmm. and he gets hot dogs at the end of it. So we like every couple of weeks we do uh like a we run the recall thing with him mm-hmm. and there's always hot dogs in our fridge, so I'm always pounding them, and they don't go bad. They never go bad. No, they can't. You can. They just sit there for like weeks on end, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we bought this last pack of hot dogs like back in November, mm-hmm. and I crushed them in my crap macaroni and cheese on the weekend. Well, I think you can leave them out. Do you need even? I don't think you need to put them in the refrigerator. I think you need to put them in the refrigerator. It's awesome meat. <laughs> Grant, honestly, Love someone it. need someone like you needs to get this job. There's 12 open spots, and they expect to have more than 2,000 people apply. So it's kind of tough. Well, I think you should send them a resume. <laughs> Let Mac know. Yeah, I'm going on the road. <laughs> You're on your own. I'm going to run. I'm going to go drive the Oscar Mayer Wiener van. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.